Hello, welcome to Creative Catch-Up, a podcast where myself, Natasha Newton, artist and illustrator, and me, Mel Chadwick, illustrator and designer, will be chatting about running a creative business. Each episode, we'll be diving into a different topic that has come up in our own creative practice. We'll be sharing our experiences, both the ups and downs, struggles and successes, and hopefully give some advice that you'll also find useful. So join us for episode six as we talk about the subject of mental health and share ways in which we can keep healthy. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Mel. Really nice to chat with you again today. Yeah, your last couple of days in quarantine. I know. I was just going to say I am on day 12. You're doing amazingly well. I think I would have gone mad by now. Yeah, well, I guess I could easily have gone that way, but... Actually, I've been I've been trying to implement a few things that have helped me stay sane. And I think they'll be really good, actually, for our subject today, which is mental health. It's a subject that I think affects, well, all of us at some point, whether it's uh, the whole COVID and quarantine and self-isolation or just the winter season. I think it definitely affects all of us at some point. I think it would be really great if we could just maybe talk about ways in which we could stay mentally healthy and ways in which we can, yeah, help us get through times when it's a little bit difficult. So what do you think anyway, Natasha? What's your thoughts? Well, I think this year has been a really difficult year for everyone. I think everyone's mental health has taken a bit of a hit Um, more so than usual and I think now as we go into the winter season I know that I'm feeling it and I really like winter Um, it's actually one of my favorite seasons but I do find one aspect of it really challenging and that's the lack of light so you know it gets light here in Surrey I would say it's not properly light until about eight in the morning now and it's getting dark from around 3 30 onwards by about four o'clock, it's really quite dark here. And so there aren't many hours of daylight. It can make the days feel really short and like you're almost living in darkness for so much of the time. Uh, I know that that really seems to have an effect on my mood. Does it have the same effect on you? I, I think so. I mean, this morning was a case in point because it was so dark and I normally wake quite early, but for some reason I woke quite late you know past 8 30 and that's really unusual for me yeah. but it was because it was so dark outside and then I was quite shocked by the time and it was because it was it'd been raining and it was just so dark in the room and it, it you know those kind of days where you wake up and you're like oh okay <laughs> the day the day's already gone <laughs> and you just don't feel like getting up or getting ready. I'm finding it much harder to be motivated to get up and do things. I mean, even though I've got quite a lot that I'm excited about at the moment and I want to be getting on with, I do find that it's affecting my mood. And yeah, it's it's difficult this time of year and especially in the situation we're in with the pandemic. So what would you do anyway? What's your, say like today on a day when it is really dark, what kind of things get you going then oh well I think definitely making the time to have a good breakfast (laughs) oh yes I think you need to make sure that you start the day 
in the right way. And I think that does involve having a good breakfast. And and I think maybe even like writing down the different things. I always work from lists. So I find that if I've written down the things I need to do, it gives me that motivation to just get on and do them so I can tick them off my list. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been finding because I'm in quarantine and I can't go outside, normally I would have got up, gone outside with my sketchbook, gone for a walk, maybe 20 minutes and then come back and then had breakfast. But because I can't, I can't do that. I, what I have been doing is finding an exercise um, routine to do. And I've really loved actually following as a, as a girl called Rachel Galotta on YouTube. And she does these kind of 10 minute high intense <laughs> cardio exercises um admittedly they may not be for everyone but if there's someone like myself who likes you know walking and kind of raising raising your heartbeat and you can't do that normally you know if you're just you know doing really calm exercises it isn't going to work so in the morning I think it's good for me just to raise my heartbeat and these 10 minute high impact sessions have been really great for me because they've kind of kick-started me they've kind of like got me moving and they've got my heart going and I'm like Tony can hear me in the other room panting away (laughs) I was gonna ask about that whether he could hear you doing it he's like what are you doing and I'm like I'm just doing my exercises (laughs) um and (laughs) and he's like he said he said yeah well it sounds like you you have some fun you know and I'm like yeah I am (laughs) oh that's really good that's a good way to start the day to do that at the beginning and then I um jump in the shower have a quick cold shower and that is again oh do you yeah (laughs) be brave (laughs) that's another thing that could get you going because again it's um almost shocking your body so you're like you know out of that kind of mood that you might be in or if you're like half asleep it kind of really wakes you up it's like the same as if you were going to go for a sea swim I know a lot of people around here go for sea swims even in the winter because it wakes them up it it makes them feel um alive I don't know what it is it's kind of like a reset button that kind of helps you then set yourself up for the day so you've kind of found that having a bit of a routine even though you've been in quarantine has been helpful so yeah having the exercise in the morning then having breakfast and then you know your eating routines even you know stopping for lunch making sure you have lunch and then a dinner in the evening I mean they're they're like kind of built in but sometimes we can easily forget those times because I know you know if you're especially working on something you can carry on and it's three o'clock by the time you I suddenly realised, oh, I haven't eaten anything. Yeah, totally, yeah. And then you don't realise, but that does affect you, you know, if you haven't got that energy, it, it will affect you, especially the next day, you might actually feel a lot worse. So, yeah, even having a, a good eating routine is good. Yeah, I think this is maybe um, key to feeling a bit better because um, if you have a good routine throughout the day and you also have a good, like, bedtime routine... And then you end up sleeping better and you're automatically the next morning when you wake up, you're feeling better from the start. And and also, I guess, watching what you eat as well. Like what kind of things are you eating? You know, like if you're eating 
Not that I'm trying to like make anyone feel guilty <laughs> for the type of foods they eat, but it does make it does make a difference, you know, if you're eating a lot of sugary food or you're eating a lot of snacks, which yeah. might perk you up for a little bit of time, but you find that you end up crashing later because you're just like, oh, I'm, you haven't got the right amount of energy. Yeah, I just find that I've eat a lot of fruit. For breakfast, I have oats, you know, like cold oats because right. I find that gives me enough energy um, through oh. to lunchtime but yeah I, I love uh, breakfast breakfast is my favourite meal I think <laughs> I noticed that you'd <laughs> written that on one of your quarantine um, yeah. sketches haven't you you've been doing a daily sketch and um, yeah I could see that you said breakfast is my favourite meal of the day <laughs> yeah it's, it's really nice it kind of sets you up and you're like oh yes I'm ready now <laughs> yeah I couldn't be somebody who skips breakfast I have to have breakfast every morning yeah yeah give you the energy you need to get up and at it <laughs> yeah I think your um, lists are a really good way to keep yourself on track because it just helps you just to focus on one thing at a time and then you can yeah gradually make your way through it tick it off and move on to the next thing I think this is the thing I think if you've got too many things I find that personally if I have a lot of projects on the go at once um, lots of different things that I need to do in any given week if they're just swimming around in my head I can feel very easily completely overwhelmed by it and then that kind of paralyzes me and I find it difficult to know which one to do first. Yeah. But if I have a list, the act of getting it out of your head and onto the paper, I find is really important. And I keep lists that are both um, handwritten in notebooks. And I also keep different um, lists in the notes section on my iPhone. And um, I have different little notes for different things. And so, yeah, between the two of them, I kind of feel like I've got it out of my head and written down somewhere. Therefore, I'm not going to forget it because that's always a bit of a worry as well. Um, you know that it's there and you're, you're going to see it. And yeah, I set up the reminders on my phone as well for really important things. So I'll get that to go off at a certain time to remind me of something that I need to do that day. But yeah, I think that mentally that's a really good practice because it actually I find it stops me from feeling so overwhelmed and so worried about things because I've got something tangible to look at and just act upon and mm. and also I guess it's stopping you thinking about trying to remember those things yeah you know like because sometimes <laughs> you're like kind of thinking well what was it I had to do today what have I got to do and you kind of almost like go round and round keep saying that and then you don't manage to do it because you keep you're using up that energy to think what is it that I've got to do and yeah. rather than just write it down and I find like you once you write it down it's out of your head it's on a piece of paper and you don't have to think about it you just have to go right have I done that okay and then and then you can cross it I mean I do like the satisfaction of just crossing something off I will actually write write something down so I can cross it off <laughs> Yeah, even if it's a tiny thing, yeah. it's like just the act. It, it is. It's the act of crossing that off and knowing that you've done it. It gives you that feeling of 
like achievement and and mentally that helps boost you onto the next things you need to do that's exactly right if I have too many things that are unfinished I find this is a real problem for my brain (laughs) and I always have several things on the go so I'm probably not um doing what's best for me really because I really like to work on a task and finish a task I think that's probably the best thing for my brain but I always seem to have lots of different things on the go at once um so yeah I need something to help manage them or I would easily get completely overwhelmed yeah so it's like um making small intentional steps really and if you have got a big project that you need to work on I find that even breaking that down into smaller bits then will just help me get through it so like I'm working on quite a big project at the moment and when I try and think about all of it I'm like that's quite overwhelming like I'm not quite sure where to start with it but what I'm doing is I'm breaking it down into smaller bits and then each day I'm thinking well if I can get that bit that bit and that bit done then that that all just that'll be good and then I just kind of work on it over the next couple of weeks and I will finally get there but yeah if you if you try and do too much you probably won't achieve that and then you'll feel deflated and that won't help you so I would say just break things down into smaller chunks and do those bits and then you'll feel a lot more accomplished once you've done those tiny bits and you've kind of moved yourself towards the goal definitely totally agree with that yeah I think another thing that is quite helpful is is um or just helps you get out of your slump is is maybe offering to help someone else or to listen to someone else Mm. um it kind of first of all stops you from thinking about your own problems and yeah and when you listen to someone else you actually realize well actually maybe it's not as bad you know (laughs) or (laughs) or you know it just helps you get outside of your own brain yeah Yeah, I definitely agree with you there I find that that does help me if I to stop focusing on my own problems and try to help solve someone else's is a really really useful thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) not that you want anyone else to have problems but yeah 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 Yeah. And, and you always find that, um, you know, also when you're helping someone else, just the attention, it's not on you anymore. It's on on them. Yeah, it gets you out of your own head, doesn't it? And f- focusing on someone else and something else. I found that I was going to say I found that to be really um, useful in the past. Yeah. Also find that when I then come back to, say, home or back to wherever I am, I then actually don't see my problem as as difficult or as overwhelming Mm. yeah it gives you some perspective doesn't it yeah time away from it so yeah I mean another thing would be then if you share your problem with someone the problem is generally halved you know like sharing what you're going through with someone else or just talking about it with someone else yeah I think that's really important because holding it all in your head uh, just does so much damage I know that in the past I've kind of not spoken about things and I've just bottled it all up and it can make it seem like just this insurmountable problem and um 
yeah, by actually, you know, being honest with people and just chatting through it, it relieves some of that. Even just even if they can't really solve your problem, just just being open about it and and getting it out there rather than having it in your head. I think talking is one of the most important things for good mental health. I think you need to be able to have um, people that you can just sit down and and chat calmly to you know calm people who won't make it more of a drama yeah yeah I definitely agree with that yeah you don't want people to go <gasps> or, mm. oh, oh no or that's terrible because yeah. actually it increases your stress level because you're like oh yes it is isn't it exactly if you if you confide in the wrong person it can end up making you feel even worse but I think we all know the friends that we have who are, are good friends who are good listeners and they're very calm and kind of rational and I think yeah choose those people not the ones <laughs> yeah. who are gonna go who are kind of slightly drama queen tendencies who are gonna yeah. go oh no this is awful because that does not make you feel better um yeah another thing that came into my mind was yeah accepting the things you cannot control and then changing the things you can so oftentimes you're not going to be able to control or change a lot of things yeah um so the best way to deal with it got to let go of that control yeah I have to say that in my life um I speak personally and also some of the people I know the element of control that they need to have over everything it causes them so much mental anguish yeah and uh, yeah I think it's one of the most damaging things for your mental health you can't control everything you have to accept that you can't and some things you just have to let it go, let it wash over you. And as you say, change the things you can. So, so you focus on that. It's like when people um, are very regretful about things they've done in the past. Um, there's nothing you can do about the past. It's gone, you know, but you can focus on the present and the future. You can change your mindset from here on in. And I think um, that's a really important lesson to learn that you need to focus on the current or the present and the future and not sort of ruminate over you know everything that's happened in the past yeah you can change your future but you you can't change the past <laughs> actually it reminds me of you know the serenity prayer you know the one that that's said in alcoholic anonymous oh Anon yes i anonymous. think i know this yeah i think it's um god grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference yeah that's very good advice isn't it another little attitude would be thankfulness bringing that into your day um just being able to be thankful for things around you and that's it can be hard actually to be thankful when you're feeling like really low and you're thinking oh everything is working against me yeah um but just just if you're able just to say thank you for just something really small it you find it actually grows more thankfulness and actually then takes just kind of releases um, that anxiety because you're actually changing your attitude to one of thankfulness rather than mm. being overwhelmed or, or even feeling like resentful or feeling, Ugh, I, 
can't do anything. Yeah, I think it's easy to spiral downwards if you're looking at things negatively. It's almost as if that creates more negative thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. if you start with yeah. the negative thinking, yeah. it, it, it goes yeah. on. It's like a vicious circle, isn't it? And um, so, yeah, sort of stopping and thinking, what are you thankful for? What are the great things? Even if it's something really tiny, it's like even in the worst of days, there's something that is lovely I mean it's a very rare day where from start to finish it's terrible all the way through because it could just be something like a small text from a friend or you know you had a really nice slice of cake at lunch (laughs) (laughs) you know just any little thing it can be anything um it doesn't have to be something big and even in the midst of if you're feeling very gloomy and you know, you're you're struggling a bit. There's always something that is, um, that can lift you. There's always something if you look for it. And then, like you say, that thankfulness actually makes you more appreciative of other things. So, yeah, a bit like the negativity, <laughs> it can, it goes the other way. It, you know. Yes. Yeah. It kind of spirals up rather than yeah, yeah mm. rather than spiraling down. You're kind of like going up. Yeah. And the the final, well, not a final thing, because there's probably are more things, but a rest. Rest is an important thing. I think we need to remember to build into our days or weeks is that we're able to take time off. Definitely. I think it's very easy to just immerse yourself in your work and just ignore the fact that your body needs to rest you need a bit of a break. And if you do that too much, you will reach the stage of being completely burned out. And it's actually surprising how quickly that can happen. Yes. You, know, yeah. you can feel okay. And then, you know, if you ignore that your body needs rest and you need time off for even just a short time, really, you will begin to see the effects of that. And yeah, so that's really important. I think that's what I was concerned about being locked in my room for two weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that I would just kind of just work and um you know kind of just occupy myself try and be busy but actually I've been each evening I've kind of like been choosing a video to watch on um prime video uh and oh, yeah just been able to find a video that I think looks like fun to watch and I've just been really enjoying just watching them and just chilling and that is nice. It gives you something to look forward to, doesn't it, at the end of the day as well. It kind of breaks it up. And I think that's what you're needing to do at the moment, because it could be that it just could become one long street. Every exactly. day could run into the other without any real punctuation yeah. of anything. And actually, if you're saying, right, this is the time I switch off and I just relax and I sit and watch a film. Yeah. Yeah. It can make such a difference. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got like, um, so when I'm sitting at my computer working, I'm quite close to it, but I've got the headphones now that have got a little bit of an extension so I can then sit a bit further back and sit on my sofa bed thing and then I can watch from a distance rather than being so close. And it does make a difference. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Because it means that you are in a different space rather than in the same, like you say, it could easily just maybe sat kind of in the same chair, in the same 
corner, you know, for yeah. the for two weeks. But actually, like when I have my food, for instance, I will sit in a different part of the room to where I'm working or like when I'm relaxing, I will sit somewhere else to, again, where I'm doing stuff. And so even though the space isn't big, it's probably about seven foot by seven foot, something like that. That's quite a small room, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> it? It's got different, I try and sit in different or be in different parts of it so that it doesn't feel like I'm just in prison, you know. <laughs> yeah, this is because it, it could easily feel like that, couldn't it? And I think because you have these little routines in place, it's actually helping you to get through it with your sanity intact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's really important. So the rest part is important. And also getting outside, I found that this is so important for me, even when the weather is not so great, because there's this temptation this time of the year to just, um, obviously, when you're not in quarantine and stuck in a room, um, to just go, oh, like today, for example, I'm sitting here recording this and I'm facing the window and it's just so dark and grey and gloomy and it's raining. And actually, at some point today, I want to make sure I get out, even if it's just for 20 minutes, even if it's just like a walk around the garden. Um, I need to do something because I've noticed on the days where I actually get out and have some exercise and some fresh air, I feel a million times better mentally. I don't think that you can underestimate the importance of this because when you're not feeling great mentally, I don't know whether this happens to other people, but I actually sort of retreat into myself a bit and go, and I find that I do go out less. I don't have the motivation, even though I know it's going to be something that really helps me. It's like because I'm in a bad place mentally, I actually find that I don't get out. I, I find a reason why I, you know, I can't go out. And I think that what I need to do is go, it doesn't matter how bad the weather is. You just put on a coat, you put on a hat, you take your umbrella, you know, just get out there because I know that it's going to help me. Yeah. It's it's mm. like when, you, you know, I remember friends sometimes would say, oh, do you want to come out tonight? Or, And I always like would think sometimes I would have the excuse of, oh, no, I don't want to go out. I just want to sit on my own. And <laughs> yeah. And, and, <laughs> But actually, the times when I actually did say yes or went out, I often felt a lot better, it's particularly if I was feeling a little bit kind of inward or down, you know? Yeah. And, and it was just like probably because I just needed to be, you know, I just needed to be outside of myself and, and sometimes that kind of forces you to do that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's one thing I'm looking forward to is is to go out. And to actually have some contact with other people, because at the moment in in the COVID situation, we're not really mixing with anyone else. And so or our, our interactions are really limited. Yeah. Um, and I'm really noticing that that has had a big effect on my mental health. I think it's really even as someone I mean, I would consider myself an introvert uh, in that I need I'm quite happy having yeah. a lot of time on my own and I actually need a lot of time on my own. I'm not somebody who can be around people all the time. So I actually have the ideal job in a way <laughs> because I'm just working away on my own and I'm very self-motivated and I love that. But 
I also do actually need um, contact with other people. So even just, for example, doing this podcast with you or running my art club or even interacting with people on my YouTube channel or on Instagram, all of these little interactions, even though they're not physical in-person interactions, they're actually helping to lift my spirits during some really difficult days. Yeah. That's that's really interesting, actually. I was just thinking about it because, you know, my time in Madrid, I was actually meeting people in person, you know, working with people in person. And, yeah. I, and I haven't done that for such a long time. There was there was a, a kind of a buzz about doing that, which maybe I had kind of missed, but hadn't realised that yeah, because I was I was like really quite buzzing afterwards, and oh, I, I think nice. I think it was because I was actually meeting people and being in the same room as someone in the flesh, rather than you know always doing it through a screen. You know, yeah. Or... I think I think doing it through a screen is is helpful in some ways, and it certainly helps to make you feel less alone. Yeah. But it's obviously the best thing, I think, is getting out and, you know, actually seeing people and doing things and creating things with people. And it's funny to think of us meeting up in that pub in Cornwall at the Hal Zephron, was it called? Yeah, the Hal Zephron. Zephron yeah. Um, you know, just over a year ago, it's hard to imagine that we could just do that then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny? It's funny how you, how quickly things change and I really hope that one day soon we can get back to this, you know, more normal way of life because I do think a lot of people are finding this really difficult. Yeah, and it will be particularly difficult I think over Christmas when people won't be able to see their families or friends. Yeah. as much or in some places not at all. And I was going to say I think it's really important that you know, even not just us talking about this today, because I know that people out there who are listening to this, some of them will be feeling really isolated and lonely. And to just have someone chatting about this and saying, you're not alone because we feel the same. Yeah. You know, we all deal with this and it is really difficult. But another thing is that is that, is that thing like this too shall pass. So you have to always even though you feel like you're stuck in a certain time in your life, because I know that I've, uh, Dominic jokes about this with me, actually. He says that I tend to think of my current situation often as my forever situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, t he's completely right. This is totally true. I am exactly like this. And my mum, if she's listening to this podcast, which I know she will, <laughs> she's also a bit like this. So it's, it's, I've had to train my brain to kind of think, um, even if things are bad and I'm feeling really down, actually, this is not going to last forever. Yeah. You know, brighter days will come and I will be out of this situation and I'll look back on it and think, oh, you know, it's like you look back and you think, oh, well, things did change. You know, I thought they never were going to, but they did. So I think it's important to bear in mind, isn't it? Time mm. moves on. Time does move on and things do change. I think that's a really good piece of advice to end on, actually. I think that's really, really good to keep in mind that, that whatever you're going through it will yeah. pass yeah definitely 
Natasha, what are we going to be chatting about in our next creative catch-up? We're going to be talking about creating in a pandemic. We'll talk about what's changed for us, what we're doing differently, and some of the exciting things that have happened and um, opportunities that have arisen during this time. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks guys so much for listening in again on our chat today. We hope that it has helped some of you or just given you some tips And yeah, we just really look forward to chatting again with you really soon. You can find us as usual over on YouTube just by searching Creative Catch-Up or you can find us on Instagram. Just look for the handle creative underscore catch-up. Until next time, stay creative, stay positive.